Hey, what's up, guys? It's your host, Lopez, and I just want to say thank you for tuning into this episode today. If you're on Facebook and want to show some support with a like on the page, you can find it by going to facebook.com slash Behind Closed Doors Podcast or just searching Behind Closed Doors Podcast. You can also find it on Twitter at the bcd podcast and on instagram at the behind closed doors podcast last but not least follow the podcast on spotify by searching behind closed doors in the podcast section to see all the amazing upcoming interviews i have to come every sunday i post a picture of a band with a hint of who my next guest is then on tuesday i post a brief clip from our video interview with a good highlight of our conversation we had and lastly post the new episode up on spotify every thursday morning now, on to the episode. Sorry for the challenging everything. No, you're fine. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I know that Zoom can get a little funny with things like that. Well, I have a hard time on a good day, and usually Desi comes over and helps me, but... He can't do that, so I'm kind of stuck. Oh, yeah. Did you guys get that snow yet? Well, it's starting to snow now, but thanks for pushing the time back. I had to run up to my store, and then we had to do a lot of stuff in prep work for the storm. Oh, yeah. I know we got hit pretty hard. We got that same storm that you guys are about to get. Yeah. We're about... Mm. Where are you in Indiana? I'm in a town called Wanatot, like right by the border of Michigan. Like, um, I'm about, I'm by, I was, I'm born from a town called Michigan City. It's right outside of Michigan. Um, yeah, my my parents lived in Indiana for about eight years. Really, where'd they live at? Uh, Brown County. Brown County. I don't think I've heard of that. It's about fifty miles south of Indianapolis. Okay, so it's closer towards Kentucky then. Yeah, it's like, um, it was a little town called Nineveh. Have you ever heard of Sweetwater Lake? Yeah, yeah. They lived on Sweetwater Lake. Oh, okay. And uh, is that where you grew up at? No. No? Where'd no, you... I grew up, actually I grew up right in this area, like Chadsford, Pennsylvania. Okay, so you've been in Pennsylvania pretty much your whole life. Yeah, I've lived here my whole life. What brought you to want to stay in uh, Pennsylvania? Um, well, I mean, once you're born here and then you meet your husband and I mean, we didn't have jobs that traveled. So, I mean, I just always like Pennsylvania. It's kind of like the weather's not too horrible. It's yeah. kind of like nice here and you get all four seasons. And I think that's why, you know, Bam and Jess always liked it here, even though Bam's out in California now, but it's a healthier lifestyle for him out there, I think. Yeah. 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 Maybe not L.A. per se, but, you know, to be around <laughs> skaters and his friends. Definitely, yeah. Speaking of uh, your husband, where is the big man at? Uh, he's actually doing some bills at the table, but he'll come in, you know, when you're ready. and Yeah, one, yeah, yeah absolutely. If you want to do one-on-one or you want to do it both together. Whatever is easier for you guys, I figure if I got you on here, I might as well just get him in too, you know. Um, okay. Yeah, whenever whenever he wants to take the ch- the time to just peek on in, whenever it's cool. Um, okay. Definitely, I just yeah, want to. He, yeah, he's got about five more minutes full of stuff, and then yeah, he'll come and join us. For sure. First, I just want to start off by saying thank you for taking the time to talk with me today. It's uh, definitely yeah, well, a huge shock. Awesome. I didn't ever imagine um, being 12, 13 years old watching Jackass and all that and watching you guys 
be tormented for your whole life to ever be able to have the chance to talk to you and get like a more behind the scenes view of everything on that those days want to say you both are forever parents of the year in my book because like phil took bam to the skate spots that i if i remember from uh interviews that i've seen before yeah he if i'm not mistaken he even changed his job career path to be able to make that make that squeeze in so yeah well he well was funny because he was in the tuxedo business for a long time and i was a hairdresser and there was a point when um the tuxedo company that he worked for and he worked for the main company uh they had folded and moved to texas and so there was a point where he was in between jobs and i said why don't i just work full-time because i had the chance to work full-time because i was a hairdresser and i did competitive hair um and and a lot of different things like that so he was kind of like mr mom i mean i was around (laughs) i made dinners i came home i put my kids in bed but it's like you know he was the one who was having kind of phil summer camp we called it where you know he would take the kids all over the place and take them skating out for the day and i mean i knew that you know at least they were in good hands while i was at work yeah definitely so, and i mean we did a lot together too i mean i went on a lot of trips and we took our kids you know all over the place i mean yeah for you especially you know like you guys went through a lot um I mean, you had a skate park built in your house, and it seems like at any given moment you turned your back, it was, uh, you you definitely were in for it, you know, and you guys went through hell and back with the CKY and Jackass days, and even after oh, yeah. all those days, you guys still did nothing but support Bam and Jess for anything that they ever did, and there's not any parent in the world that would have the patience or the sanity to put up with all that. Um, I want to <laughs> ask you, what's your guys' secret to this? Because I have a soon-to-be three-year-old, and he's uh-huh. already, he's bat to the wall crazy, I don't... <laughs> I did, well, it's hard because you just have to kind of like channel it a little bit. With Bam, he always had to stay busy. And um, and so, I mean, he was always the kid who was like up first and wrangling all the kids from their neighborhood and packing lunches and going off into the woods with shovels or God knows what, you know. <laughs> and um, and so on rainy days, it was always, you know, I ha- I would set up papers, we'd paint, we'd make stuff. Like my kids didn't really sit in front of the TV and – they didn't have iPhones or, yeah. you know, they had a, like an old Nintendo game in their room. But, you know, for the most part, we just always kept busy and always did stuff. And they they never admit it. But, I mean, on a snowy day like this, we would bake cookies and <laughs> go sledding. And, you know, it seemed like we had more than just our two kids because all the kids. Yeah, Well, definitely. especially the guys in jackets. I mean, they basically were in my house 24-7. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the neighborhood kids, like, never went home. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they really didn't. There were times I would just say, go home. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, they were always at our house, and uh, we always had a good time. And, and Phil is, like, kind of, it's hard to explain Phil because he's, he's an adult, but he's, like, a grown-up kid. So he <laughs> likes to play more games, you know, <laughs> yeah. especially with a sticker car. You know, he would have the sticker car that was like the biggest piece of crap car but it had a million skate stickers and all the skateboarders remembered signing that crappy car i mean we would paint our cars you know we'd paint pictures all over our cars and everybody wanted to be in our cars not in their mercedes or you know, yeah. some fancy car and he would play all kinds of jokes on the kids with like if this buzzer goes off, the car will blow up in five seconds and you have to get out. <laughs> you know, so kids would dive through the windows and stuff, and then they just couldn't wait to get the next kid, 
you know, who was unknowing. Yeah, to freak out. But we always had a castle of kids because he would say, you know, the car's going to blow up in five minutes or whatever. <laughs> And I'm like, you know, you're probably damaging all these kids for life. <laughs> yeah, they're they're not going to want to get in any of those cars ever again because they're going to hear that horn and be like, oh shit, it's going to blow up. Yeah, well, he could, yeah, he could control his little buzzer over there. Oh, good. So yeah, he always had games and he did the silliest <laughs> stuff, but the kids loved it. So, well, now my grandkids want to know where all the fun is, you know, and why we have trap doors and where's the fire pole and why. <laughs> is it blue underneath of your kitchen cabinet still kind of, you know, they don't understand it until they see Viva La Bam. And then they just stood there like watching with their mouths open. Like all this happened here. Like, wait, you guys were on television. Like, or is this why people know you or we don't understand, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. so they're getting it. Yeah. So let um, me, uh, let me call Phil real quick. He might be done. Hey, Phil, can you come in? Let the cat out. The cat's already been in and out a million times today. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. He is a dope. <laughs> I remember we had a cat and that didn't really mix too well with our two year old because he didn't really understand, you know, the whole concept of uh don't pick it up like it's a toy and bite the tail and Yeah, yeah we gotta get rid of that cat. It was probably for the better. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah, our grandkids always like love our cats and now they have more they have more animals than anybody. Bam and, and uh, Nikki and Phoenix had two cats, two brother cats that he got when he bought the castle house. And then uh, Trouble and Mischief, but Trouble just died. Like, what, oh, a man. Months yeah, a few months so now Mischief's by himself. And, you know, while he's out in California, her, you know, their friends are staying at their house to catch it. So, okay, let me move this over. How's it going, big man? How are you? Good, how you doing? Doing good. Nice to uh, meet you guys and talk with you guys. I was just telling her that uh, talk, uh, looking back when I was 12, 13, watching you guys get tormented, I never would have imagined that I'd be here now talking with you guys. And I want to thank both of you for taking the time to talk with me today. Yeah, well, no problem. Well, thank, thank, like, thank you for doing it without the laptop. I know it's challenging. No, yeah. Uh, it, I make I make whatever that work. Was, What's that? Devin. Devin. How old are you, Devin? I'm 27. 27? Young guy. Yep. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm still a kid. I'm still a baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> kids are, can you believe our kids are 41 and 42? 41 and 42. Bam, is Bam? Yeah, Bam's 41, right? And, yeah. And Jesse's 42. They were born 13 months apart to the day. That time just keeps flying by. I remember the first time I ever seen them on TV was with Jackass, and uh, I was living in New Buffalo, Michigan at the time, and I want to say the first thing I ever saw with them was the when they coffin stunt where they were acting like they were dropping the coffin out of the hearse and i first yeah. saw that and i was like how are these guys getting away with this like this is a big deal you know <laughs> well you know what they could get away with it for well when we were filming uh well i mean bam did a lot of cky and so around have West you ever Chester, caught up with cky's videos oh my god videos? so after the jackass days that's when i really discovered into it you know and i found out you know bam was a skater with element and uh really learned into what these guys did and then that's when i found out um my cousin showed me the band cky first so i looked that up and i thought you know that was just the best thing in the world and then i found out just was the drummer for it and I was like, God, you know, it just keeps getting better and better. That's then when I found the CKY videos and then Haggard and all that. And I just, that's the good stuff. I had so much, I had so much stuff, there's you know, a, to watch. There's a lot that goes with it because, you know, Bam started skating and he was film skating, but he had a lot of friends who didn't skate. 
So right, yeah. we wanted to entertain them with funny stuff in between the skating stuff so they would not watch. And so when Jesse's band, who was practicing in our basement, it was kind of like this whole conglomeration of Bam's friends that were also Jesse's friends, but then it was the band that went with all their friends. And so this whole CKY thing was like not only the movie, it was the band, and it was kind of like a big, big thing. Um, I think we knew like in the early days when he started jackass stuff. I mean, Ben kind of created the jackass stuff. Right, and yeah. Then, well, he created it. And then the guys from Big Brother came to Bam, knowing he had a good idea, and put together a show based around his the jackass. Yeah. Like that's... the CKY theme. So, so they found other people that did kind of stupid stuff like Bam had put together on his video. So it was a hard time then because Bam was only, what, 15, 16, 16? And when, and when you're that young, everybody wants to take advantage of you because they think you're stupid. Yeah. So you have to be careful. So that's when Bill started kind of running things for them to make sure, you know, we learned along the way too. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, when they actually told us that they were going to, you know, shop this show idea to MTV. We didn't understand like what they were even talking about. And then let next thing we know is Jeff Tremaine comes to us and, and, you know, Knoxville and says, guess what? You know, the show got picked up and I'm, we're like, what show? You know, and they said, <laughs> yeah, didn't tell us anything they said the show on, no, no, we knew they were talking about it. They came to our house. No, they, they came to our house to talk yeah. about it. And we just thought, whatever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so when they told us that they, it actually got picked up, we were like, what's the sh what's it about? And they <laughs> said, well, it's kind of like what Bam does on his CKY videos. And we're like, okay. And they said, and you and Phil are involved. I'm like, doing what? You know? And they said, just being yourself. And I said. That was easy. <laughs> okay, but like doing what? Like, they told us we were on the show, and I honestly didn't believe them. So the first day they came to film, I mean, I was not ready. I was like cleaning and cooking, figuring I'm just going to take care of those guys, make sure they have food. So when they had put cameras in my face, I really was like, hey, yeah. you're serious? <laughs> so I mean, we just never thought that we would be part of it like this long. And, and you know, once we started doing kind of the, the show, you know, the Jackass show, it was really hard because they were doing like 20 different stunts during the week and they were only choosing like four of them or five oh, of them because... They they, yeah, so they, much deemed them they never showed copyable that kids would copy. Well, they could copy yeah. all. Yeah. So, so we after the first season we all quit. We did. We quit. We quit doing a show. What? So everybody quit. So we did the movies instead. Gotcha. Because we had more. We had more. Uh, yeah, you had more you know, freedom. Like, in yeah. The movie. So that's why there's you know really just one home here of Jackass. It was too hard to film. It was too hard to have it all edited. And then you, you got to keep going while they pick out a few little things. Yeah. So the guys all said it's too much work for them not letting us film it on TV or show it. So, so was... we started doing the films and, and then the alligator in the kitchen thing. <laughs> I mean, we found this out like much, much later that they offered us Viva La Bam because of the alligator in the kitchen. And I never knew that. Huh. Like we didn't, I didn't know that. Do. Nah, we found sure that was. out like 
I think on the third Jackass movie. Somebody said, well, you guys got Viva La Bam because of the alligator. I'm like, really? What, uh, what, was there a lot of stuff that was kind of like shelved as far as material that they did for Jackass that hasn't even been put out today? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, jeez. I remember stuff we filmed that never saw the light of day. Can you give an insight on any of that stuff for me? What's that? Can you give us an insight on any of the material that got shelved that you can think of that's like really like sticks out more than the others? Oh my gosh. You have better memory than me. Well, we did a lot of stuff over at Arasaka Farms and it was always cold. Like, they, I always said, why do you come to Pennsylvania in February when it's freezing? Yeah. <laughs> like, we're standing outside all day. And actually, when we first started filming Jackass, the dumbest thing was, was we would stand in a field, and they would come up with an idea, and we're still sitting in a field, and then they send everybody to go buy all the stuff while we're waiting in a field. Because it's random. And then they come back, yeah. and then they put it together. It's all day, but you're standing in a field, but... Nobody had any idea until we were in the field what we were doing. Oh, man. That stopped. Yeah. Still was fun. Well, there was a lot of launches into water, a lot of paintball stuff. You know, um, there's a lot of takes that didn't make it. A lot, lot of takes didn't make, make it. And there was a lot of things they tried that didn't work. Like that slingshot into the swamp with Dunn. Yeah. I mean, that didn't work over and over <laughs> and over again until they finally got it one day. And it worked, but let me tell you, he was shot into the mud, dirt, sideways. <laughs> the things came back and shot him in the head. I mean, oh, you know, man. there was so much that didn't work. Yeah. Um, and they broke a lot of my stuff. Boy, did they. Because it just Oh, okay. man, they ruined everything. Uh, it's unbelievable. Are you guys in the house currently that was shot for, like, the Viva La Bam days and all that? Yeah, we're in the first season house. Of Viva La Bam, the yeah. The first season no, house. After the first, well, after the first season, and we were going into winter, and we had already had, like, a moat dug outside, castle walls, <laughs> a castle door. My garage doors were off. Like, my my slider windows were off, and they wanted to put a big wrecking ball through my Palladium window. I'm like, I'm done. Like, <laughs> Go figure it out for season two. Like, have him move out of here. And he did. He bought his own house. We didn't necessarily move in with him. Well, you were in front of that ball. If it broke, you were dead. I didn't she care. stopped the ball from I gave him the window. piano instead. No, the, oh, the piano, that. right. There was yeah. no way. No, it was, there was a great big rainstorm coming. And, like, you have no idea, like, what, what we have suffered from... From what you've seen. How many garage doors they have? I can only no, no, imagine. No. Okay, I'll give you a perfect for instance. So, on the first show, when they did the big skate park, Tony was here, and all the skaters were here, and that big rainstorm came, they sent us to Atlantic City. They had to put tarps all over that ramp, and they actually, and I think this was Glom's idea. To tie the, yeah, to tie the great big tarp in through our bedroom window, which has a bump out, you know what I mean? To Phil's desk, okay? (laughs) And this thing filled with water. So what happened was it drug his desk across the room and then pulled down really tight on our bump out. So they all left the scene and, you know, cleaned up whatever they cleaned up. But the first rain, the water came pouring into our bedroom because they they basically (laughs) ripped our house off. Oh man. That was 
you know, more stuff MTV didn't pay for. Yeah. I'm happy. I'm happy they're gone. Yeah, I can imagine. Hey, so for Phil, my question, my first question for you is, how excited are you to see Phoenix run in the bathroom and kick this shit out of Bam when he's on the toilet? Uh, I'm loving it. Phoenix is amazing. He is Bam Jr. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? He's a really nice kid. Yeah, he's not mean. What Bam wasn't mean either. No, Bam was a nice kid too. But Phoenix is amazing. He's going to take over the world soon. He's really cute. <laughs> I see. Yeah. He's so good at skating. I seen that. Vi- I seen a video of him riding a scooter and just. He's already, you know, just ball to wall crazy, a daredevil, and he's. It doesn't seem like he's scared of much. And I'm uh, real proud to see Bam take in and take the steps of being a dad because it takes a lot for, you know, especially for people that have uh, rose up to the top and have that fame, you know. And they, uh, it's just really cool to see him just be a dad and. Um, well, you know what? Right now. Well, I think it, it took a little time for him because Bam has, uh, in my words only. I think he has some Peter Pan syndrome. I mean, he was the leader of the pack. And, you know, everybody grew up around him, and then he was the last one to resist kind of growing up. And I think that even though he knew he had a child coming, it was kind of a shock. Yeah. And I knew I knew that him having a little buddy would really help him a lot. And now that he's three... He's fun, and Bam's having fun, and he can identify. I mean, he has loved him all the way through, but I think he never knew what to do with the baby. Right, you know? and that's how a lot and of... And so now, yeah. he's his little buddy, and and he, those two are just, like, tighter than tight. Yeah, I've seen that in posts, and uh, I was going to ask you, Ape, what are you going to tell Bam when he calls you complaining that uh, Phoenix paints the inside of his Lamborghini with just some crazy, shitty green paint? Well, I can't even imagine Bam would even do that because he knows better. And, and see, this is why I think he waited so long to have kids because he was afraid that he would get a kid like himself. Yeah, he did want a girl, so he thought she would do less damage to him. But I said, that doesn't... That, <laughs> he a girl. There's no guarantee. And I, he was like, oh, I should have a daughter. I'm like, no. God will give you what you're supposed to have. Yeah. So, yeah. But anyway, he knows better. If he ever called complaining that something like that happened, he he we get, he know we'd be like, oh, that's awful. Yeah. Oh man, sorry to hear. <laughs> well, that's too darn bad. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I the first thing I really want to cover on with you guys is um, just kind of stemming back to the CKY days, when those videos first started surfacing around uh, Westchester, how how quickly did the fan base build up and um. Did you guys, is that when the period started with the flocks of random people showing up to the house trying to be a part of that, or? Well, I mean, when we, when they first filmed it, we knew they had something because we were having, like, three showings a day in our house. Like, our house was packed with kids we didn't even know, you know, in the Right. In, well, in he the was house. editing through the friends, so, so they asked him to watch it. And if he saw the report, he cut that part out. So he, he had a he good had idea. He had his own editing. audience control. If it looked boring, it got cut. And so he put together something that he thought was, like, entertaining and moved quickly. And I think that, you know, once it was actually made into, you know, a video, it, it sold quickly. Through skateboarders only, though, in the beginning. Only yeah, skateboarders, skateboarders but it. then it went mainstream. And then I guess he didn't realize, you know, maybe the gravity of it until they had done... They were going to do CKY2K, and they went to Iceland, and it was everywhere in Iceland. 
And that's when they knew they'd been kind of schnooked. Bam said they got treated like Elvis in Iceland. <laughs> They're like, how many people know who that's we it. are? And then they went into the video store and saw the whole wall of nothing but CKY. So that's when Bam realized that he'd been sold out by a couple people he trusted. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. So then you kind of like take the reins, learn from your mistakes. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, it's very easy for everybody to jump on your you know, on your wagon, and now these days it's even harder with the internet. There was no internet then, so. Yeah, yeah no internet back then, yeah. I had Mark Patton on from uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2 this past week, and he was kind of saying the same thing, you know, when uh, these uh, agents, they go to these uh, big movies that they think is going to be a potential hit, and they find these new, younger actors, and they, uh, they come up to them and ask them, you know, it could be like, the same guy that has Mark Wahlberg signed, and he'll walk up to you and say, you know, I want to sign you. I'm with, um, you know, I'm with uh, Pixar, or I'm with uh, MGM, and I really want to sign you. And you think it's what a potential good signing because it's MGM and it's Mark Wahlberg's uh, agent. But what, what he says they try to do is they bury you and they'll uh, sign you, but they won't assign you any work. They'll just they'll sign you just to hold off on you so Mark Wahlberg doesn't have, you know, any com exactly. competition. Like, so competition. Crazy. Well, they they sign, yeah, they sign off so you can't go anywhere else. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and, it, and it burns a good time, but it's like, you know, record companies are that way too. Yeah, I mean, oh yeah. They will sign you, and what you don't realize is when you're signing on the dotted line is that, you know, they're going to pay for your tour, they're going to pay for you to have a bus, they're going to pay for you to have this, but that, they recoup thing, all that before but they you get it all back in the end, and in the end, you owe them. Yeah, and you don't own any of your songs that you create, they own the songs, and that's... Yeah. Just the, I and guess. That's one thing CKY did. They own all their own music. Speaking of CKY, I actually interviewed uh, Darren last night. And he wanted me to tell you guys hello. Yeah. Oh, hello. I love to him too. Yeah, um, I know that the band had a little bit of a, you know, difference. And, you know, sometimes, um, you know, substance abuse gets in the way. And, yeah. and that that's unfortunate in every way. And I know it because, you know, Bam had struggled with it before. And, yeah. I know Darren also had struggled with it and you know it's hard when you're living with a bunch of guys on a bus and you're traveling all the time and yeah. you know he's very very talented I mean he's a talented guy yeah he's an and amazing he's guy he's always been you know part of our family and we all, we wish him yeah, nothing but that as much as Jeff. yes he was <laughs> but we wish yeah we wish him nothing but good things now certainly with the jackass days when those days started that's when um people really got to know bam and all those guys how was it for you guys seeing the jackass stunts on like uh tv and whatnot when you guys got to see all the crazy stuff they did were you when you first seen what the title was what they were about to do did you kind of want to like cover your eyes or well i mean they came to us and told us that we were all involved and i mean i asked them what the name of the show was and they said that they were going to name it asshole and, oh and they weren't allowed. The was and allowed. they said that they could get jackass. And I'm like, so wait, so, so we're going to be on a show called Jackass. Wow, that's great. Well, real quick, I, I was skeptical. I thought it'd be 15 minutes of fame. So I kept my job at the Acme. And uh, people started calling all night long asking for me and all. So my manager says, Phil, you got to get people to stop calling the Acme all day long. Um, <laughs> It's bothersome. It's like wrecking our people. I said, I don't know who they are. They're just calling randomly. He couldn't even do his job because people were like mobbed around the bakery counter where he was like baking and customers couldn't even get him. I mean, and, it was bad. And so then every he time, laughed because he was so embarrassed. Every time they re the shopping carts, my manager would come up, 
he said, I was out there wrecking my uh, shopping carts again. I said, no, it wasn't. Even. It's a rerun. He didn't do it again. <laughs> yeah. So I got hired a lot for that for staying working. I get, you know, we both had some troubles at work. You know what I mean? People were just trying to book for a haircut with me, and I'm like, I wasn't taking any more new clients because oh, sure. I had my regular clients, but they were booking just to, She had to rebook them 10 times because they'd call her away every, every other day. It was day. crazy. I can well, only no, imagine. Even clientele, yeah, but even when yeah. we were working, you know, with filming, well, all the jackass stuff, and then with Viva La Bam, I kept my job uh, through the first season and half through half of yeah, the second. And honestly, like, I would give them my schedule, and they just didn't even care. They're like, you know, we need your schedule because we know you work. And then I say, well, wait, I work tomorrow. And they say, oh, that's no, right, you work, but we need you tomorrow. So um, so I was constantly moving my customers. And I finally, when we got picked up for season three and four, I'm like, uh, I'm done. You know, I can't I can't do two jobs. And again, yeah. And he had to leave. So we figured we'll just pick the pieces up when it's over and figure it out. Now, is that the salon that you worked at that was used in the movie for Haggard? That was my girlfriend's salon. Okay. We worked together for years and years, but at the time, um, I had closed my salon in the Sheraton, and then I was working for friends, and then I left there. So when I was not working there, uh, my friend Joanne, her salon was more conducive for filming, and she was fine with it. And when, when you had made, we made Haggard, you were done working, Richard. Yeah. You didn't have a job at the time. No. Wait a minute. No, no, no. When we did Haggard, I was working. Still were working. I'm still working. Yeah. Um. No. We were we we filmed Taggart as soon as we moved into this house. Oh. And I was okay. really pissed because they were they they were taking all the rooms that I was like redoing and trying to you know get great and and they're like we're gonna do this and I'm like no 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 like let's not ruin this house <laughs> please <laughs> and they're like no this is we're gonna use it for filming and I'm like oh man. Now for yeah. film. A couple questions I want to ask you, Phil. Um, some of the stuff that you did with Bam. What's that? Um, some of the stuff I want to ask for Phil. Uh, the first question is: When you were doing, when you were the watermelon guy in Haggard, did you really have to smash that heavy ass watermelon on Dunn's head, or was it kind of partially cracked? Oh, oh yeah, he did. He, he slammed. Smash it on his head. And I smashed <laughs> it. Everything was real. Yeah, I mean. Sorry about, the phone. Sorry about his phone. That's Kevin. So going to the start yeah. of Jackass 3 with the big high five hand, everyone got a good smack out of that. But um, I noticed that Bam's got, he got the worst out of it, it looked like, because he got knocked straight on his ass. And on top of that, he had the flower with the antiquing going on with that. When you yeah. seen that, what were your feelings for that? Were you feeling kind of bad, or were you kind of feeling like, oh, yeah, I kind of remember when... Well, uh... I was feeling like just desserts, because <laughs> it's so funny, because... Um, Phil, hold on. Phil, did you go somewhere else? Thanks. Sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> um, so, anyway, Bam actually invented antiquing. Yeah, I remember that. That was, yeah. Uh, and... And so he used to do it all the time, like in my house, after I was done cleaning. And that drove me insane. That drove me cr absolutely crazy. Um, so for him to get it back, oh, yeah. 
Yeah, and he got it pretty damn good, really too, because he was, like I said, he got smacked right on his ass. Yeah, he got flat, <laughs> flat, laid flat out. <laughs> out of everything that's happened with all the, you know, jackass, CKY, Viva La Bam days and what you have, um, what was the absolute worst thing that you can recall that you've gone through that made you absolutely 100% angry and that you thought, damn it, you took it too far this time? Well... I mean, I thought that a lot of times. I mean, there was a lot of stuff they did, but... <sighs> brother. I mean, that skate park was unreal. The blue kitchen was unbelievable. <laughs> but I think the thing that drove me insane was the fact... Wait a minute, Phil's... I don't know what he's doing. Hang on, something's going on. Hold on one sec. Okay. Are you all right? That's why I'm calling you. I'm sorry, why are you... He fell I over. This chair. Oh, okay. Are you all right? Can I call you back? Yeah, absolutely. He fell in the snow out here. Hold on. Hold on. Can we take a commercial break? Absolutely, yes. Let okay. me know when you guys are ready. I'll be back in like 15 minutes? Yep. Thank you. I'm sorry about that. Not a problem. Okay, I'm back. I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. Is he okay? He was actually calling me on the phone because he went outside. And, like, he's he's pretty banged up, so... He sat in a chair, and the chair went out. It broke. Oh, no. Like, you can see, like, look, the chair broke. <laughs> oh, my God. Is he okay? And he actually cracked the siding of the house. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So he's kind of, like, shook up a little bit. You all right? I'll just turn it around. You all right? You all right, buddy? Yeah, I'm going to take a break. I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> all right. I'm going to go back in here. He went out there to talk to his brother-in-law because there were skaters at castle bam again and we didn't know who they were so he was talking to his brother a lot of times he's the security at it castle bam okay so we always have issues but he, the guys that are there are fine but when he went out to talk to him so yeah <laughs> he sat outside in the chair like completely smashed and he smashed his head against the siding Oh man, is he doing all right though? For the most part, he's all right. Yeah, he's all right. I just had to get the chair out from under him and like literally help him up because it's snowing out there. Yeah, is it coming down pretty good, or is it kind of like little little specks of just lots of snow? Well, there's a lot. Of, it's like like flurrying snow, and it's just starting to lay a little bit. But I mean, we got a long way to go. Yeah, there's yeah. a. I'm not sure. It's gonna come around. You know gonna snow through the night then it looks like it's gonna stop near morning and then it's gonna really hit again tomorrow so yeah tomorrow's gonna be the bigger snow that's what we're about to get right now i'm waiting for that to come through and we got a pretty How good much amount did you get overnight let me i'll come i'll show you out the front door it's man i so love we've this been just rushing around my sister-in-law had to go pick up my her grandson over at at Jesse and Kelly's because he was playing with London, my grandson, and they went off go sledding, but I wanted to make cinnamon buns and send them out, so it took me longer to send baskets of buns, you know, yeah. for my grandkids. And so I said, hurry up and get out there before it gets bad. So that we it, that's we had a million things going on this morning. So thank you for not a problem, like, yeah. Pushing this back. Yeah, absolutely. Um I was going to ask Phil, I'm sure you'll have just as good of an insight than uh, as he does. With Vito, was he always as crazy and worked up like it seems he was on every scene that you ever saw of him of Viva La Bam, or was it just because Bam knew how to do push his buttons right? 
yes, yes, and yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I mean, my brother-in-law, Vito, was always like that. I mean, he always traveled around in some murdered-out car with a bunch of, you know, hoods or friends or, you know, whoever they were when I first met Phil. And, I mean, he was always crazy. Um, and I think it was like, you know, he used to come out and watch us um, film like Jackass and Viva La Bam in the early days, you know, the first season. And I remember like just the director and the producer saying, who is this guy? And I'm like, it's my brother-in-law, Vito. And he's like, is he for real? I'm like, yeah, he's for real. I mean, no acting involved. <laughs> He because just, that's how he acted all the time. He was just so loud, and he was always just so, like, he, he couldn't really understand what he said most of the time, and I just thought it was funny how they made those crazy, the craziest uh, subtitles for him, you know? Well, you know what? I have to say, you know, I couldn't believe it when they said, you know, we'll, we'll put Vito on the show because he's so funny. He's Uncle Vito. <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh, my God. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he's, like, just too much, man. And... I thought it was the funniest thing when Troy Miller, who was the producer, you know, and the director at the time, well, he was the producer, um, put those subtitles. I'm like, oh my God, that is pure <laughs> genius because we've always wanted to know what he's yelling about. Yeah. Uh, it yeah. was so funny. I mean, it was really, it was genius. When they did uh, Don't Feed Phil and he had to not eat for 24 hours, was he able to sneak in anything in between that, or did he actually go 24 hours without eating? No, he didn't. He didn't. I'm so sorry. People are calling me, so I'm trying to <laughs> No, you're fine. Okay, there we go. So he really did go 24 hours? Yeah, he did. <laughs> oh he really did. I mean, everything you saw on the show was the real deal. Nothing was muffed. I mean, nothing was fudged. Um, you know, whatever they did to us, they did to us. And believe me when I tell you, I swear a hundred percent, we were not told about anything that was done to us. I mean, they did the big thing. And then what happened was, and they do this with jackass too. Then they kind of go backwards and we fill in with content once they've done what they're doing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that wasn't always the way. I mean, sometimes it just led up to it. Because we just thought we were going along with whatever it is they they needed from us. I mean, we, we really re didn't feel like we were acting at all. We were just doing what we were doing. You know, I know that BAM, originally in the Viva La BAM days, you know, they came in and bolted all these cameras on the ceiling. Um, much like the Osbournes. And he absolutely said, no, nope, 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 nope. This is not one of those shows. Yeah. And... And the producer said, well, this is what they want. And he says, then I'm not doing it. He says, I'm doing it my way. I have a plan. And I remember thinking, Bam was so young, and he's talking to a producer this way. I'm like, are you insane? <laughs> like, you know, you need to do what they're telling you to do. He goes, no way, dude. I'm doing it my way, or it's the highway. Right, yeah. Like, I'm not doing what they want because I know what I want. And so far, there's been nothing else out there. It's like my reality, the way I want you to exactly, see it. Exactly, yeah. And it was it was great just seeing, you know, every – I can't remember what days that they would air on, but I remember every every time that they would air, I'd always be sitting in front of the TV waiting to see what they were going to do because, like, like we said earlier, you can never predict what was going to happen with you guys. And um, 
Nobody yeah. was doing that, you know? Nobody was doing it at the time. So I, that's another reason why I feel like it was just so popular because nobody... I'm sure everybody wanted to do it, but they just didn't have the, you know, the guts and glory to actually get up and do it. And they they took the chance and, boy, did they really score on that. I think I think in the early days, you know, when we were doing CKY, it was all like cheap fillers, you know. But once yeah. Bam got his own show and he had a budget, I mean, this kid, like with a budget, oh, my God. I mean... <laughs> was just scary as all all get out really and i gotta tell you that first season of viva la bam i'm not joking we filmed monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday the film was sent to la sunday night it was on the air wow they got done that quick we literally just filmed it that week and it was on the air that weekend they must so have... there was no room for error whatsoever. Yeah. Holy cow. That's interesting to know because how long did it take for the Jackass episodes to come out when they did editing and whatnot with that? They were pretty much doing the same, same... thing when we were doing. It was like we, I remember, I mean, when I say we, I mean, we're not working as hard as these guys jumping in poo and stuff. Yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, they were pushing it just to get enough content because that show was on the air like that weekend too like maybe there was a week in between i don't remember but it was not much time i mean it i i remember thinking holy crap i mean we just filmed this stuff and it's on the air this weekend yeah we just i mean i'm still cleaning up from it and it's it's (laughs) being shown but i knew at the same time ashton kutcher was you know was also doing the same thing with his show because there was the sunday night stew and oh yeah. There was Bam and Ashton had done a, a commercial one time, and they, you know, I remember Bam holding Ashton's tape, and he crashed it against his head, and he goes, "Guess your shit out of luck," and he wasn't even kidding, like he was out of luck. Yeah. Because that was the tape. Like, because they were both racing to the finish yeah, line. Now. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. To and- have that show done in time. And they, uh, like, I don't know about Pimp My Ride. I don't know whether they were under the same pressure. One other show in that, in that lineup, and I don't know if they were under the same pressure, but I mean, I remember just thinking, holy cow. Yeah, they had the best content on anybody in that type of, uh, in that field, I guess you would say, like, with any type of, uh, like reality stunt prank show, you know, at that time, nobody was able to top them off. Um, really, anybody, you know, around here at least. So I want to go over uh, three of my most favorite memories that um, included you. And then after that, if you wanted to tell maybe your, if you can, your most favorite memory on any of the times. Um, So my first time, my first favorite with you was when uh, they scared you nearly to death with the fake gorilla suit in the third movie, I think. It was the second or third movie. And uh, they really did a good job with that because they they really had you freaked out. Well, they did, and, you know, I think that we were out in California, and they asked us to come out, and we actually went out for the wrap dinner. It was kind of like a wrap luncheon, meaning the movie was over, we were all getting together, we were having a luncheon, you know, the movie's done, good job, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And and so we were just going back to our hotel, and I figured, you know, I'll pack, because I think we had a flight out that next morning and and that's all I knew and I just remember <laughs> Phil saying 
you know, I can't wait to get back to the bathroom because I have or to the hotel. I had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and so when we went in, I mean, there was a gorilla in there. And honestly, I thought the alligator was fake. So, <laughs> so I, you know, I, I think everything's fake, but I'm like, you know, and then the, the guy who was with the gorilla looked like something went wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and the trainer went down and I'm like, oh gosh, this thing went bad. You know, <laughs> I honestly really think it went bad. I, I mean, and it looked like a real gorilla. Yeah, it did. <laughs> How do I know? You know, I thought the alligator looked, I thought he was fake, but <laughs> do I know? So, yeah, I really, I remember saying to Bam, I think I've got like snacks in my purse from the flight. Can we just throw him them? <laughs> yeah. You know, and he's oh, like, yeah, try that. And then when I found out it was Pontius, I wanted to punch him right in the head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did a really good job. Of it, I mean, it might look one way on film. I'm not sure how it looks on film, but I just know, like, when, when you're in the midst of it, you, yeah, you don't you, yeah, you, you don't, don't have time to think. Yeah, you don't have time to think or process that, and especially really like that. Oh, yeah. And they have access to everything. <laughs> like, they have no problem at all. <laughs> that was the scary part about it, right? They they have no limits now. Well, that's it. They're, like, kind of let loose in a candy store, you know, like crazy people, and, and nothing's off limits. At least when they were kids, I had some kind of control. Oh, you know, yeah. You CKY videos, I would say, guess what, guys? The TV broke, so you can have that. Or... <laughs> You know, we have to replace the windows in the kitchen, so guess what? You can knock out the kitchen windows, you know, <laughs> before we replace them. So, I mean, I would do those things and say, here's this, here's that, you know. Yeah. When we really couldn't have them destroying the house, because, like, you know, I'm, I'm like, here's what we have to do, and here's what you have accessible. <laughs> and because I redid a lot of furniture, and I still do, my store is, you know, I redo furniture. Um. You know, the kids would say, can we borrow that desk down in the basement, you know, that you're going, like, are you going to redo that? And I said, no, I'm going to, I'm going to toss it because it needs too much work. And I thought they would just use it for like an office sketch (laughs) or or something like that. Yeah. And I didn't know they would tie it to the back of my pickup truck and ride it. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) that was not what I thought. Yeah, I mean, those kinds of things were, yeah, tough. Now the second was uh, when they pulled the switcheroo with you and Pre- uh, with Phil and Preston. Besides his oh voice difference, God. was there anything that you could notice, like differences? Oh my! Oh my <laughs> God! That was so nuts. That was so crazy. <laughs> like really, I just you know I haven't thought about that for a while, but it's like it was weird because you know you you don't realize how how much you know somebody's mannerisms <laughs> and. And everything that, that Preston was doing isn't what Phil would do. You yeah. Know? And then when he said, what? Voice, yeah. I was like, I'm like, what are you saying? And I thought maybe I'm asleep and I'm not even understanding. And so when he said something else, I'm like, I just thought, <laughs> I was just trying to get my bearings because I just woken up and I, I wasn't sure what was going on. So oh, man. Yeah, it was scary. I can only imagine. I just knew I had to back up and get away from him, but I realized I ran out of bed. So. And then, um. But, oh, getting that hair out of our bed was sucky. Yeah. They glued it on him. Oh, my God. Yeah, no kidding. 
And um, yes. lastly, is uh, we can't forget the time when uh, it was the movie Where the Fuck is Santa? You guys had to deal, you in specific, had to deal with Jimmy Pop and Mark the Bagger being crazy obnoxious upstairs making the beer and mid Christmas tree. That was always, seems like it was a good time then. I, that's so funny because Mark the Bagger was just over at the castle, I think, last night or the night before. And um, and he just sent me a text and said, you know, I really missed you. Isn't that funny? Like, that's crazy, yeah. yeah. I know, just like last night. But, yeah, the, it's, those, they're, they're always crazy, those guys. <laughs> crazy. Um, All of them. Jimmy Pop, the sweetest guy you ever want to met, meet, though, honestly. Uh, all the people that we've met, I have to say, have been great. Yeah. I mean, you know, Jimmy Pop and the whole Blood, Bloodhound gang, all those guys are so nice. And Clutch, the guys from Clutch. Um, you know, Cradle oh Filth, him, Guar, all those guys. Oh, my God, Guar, Guar. I mean, those guys are the best. And, you know, Cradle of Filth, him, Bill Avalo. Oh, my gosh. I mean, he's so sweet. And, you know, stayed in our house many a night and uh just very sweet you know he would sit out in our yard and write songs early in the morning sitting there with a the mountain dew it's <laughs> crazy you know it's crazy yeah i mean and we've had we've had a lot of people through this house that you know you never think you'd have here yeah i mean pop, you know yeah that's fuck that's insane that's huge crazy during uh crazy, crazy. during the popular days with jackass like um, going more towards like you know movies two and three, how hard was it for you that you noticed and you and Phil to go out in public without being crowded by people and get like ask for a picture or an autograph or anything like that? Well, you know that is, I mean, I I guess we always considered ourselves to be just Bam and Jesse's mom and dad. And, yeah. And never really realized the ramifications, but uh, we knew early on with Eva LaBam, uh, especially how different i mean do you know i'd be waiting at a, a red light and people would just swarm my car i mean like you know or beaver too you couldn't shop at the grocery store without people knowing who you are and what you're getting they want to know if i'm buying it for bam i mean um like everywhere we went i mean there was a time we went to the jersey shore and i think we had our grandkids they were younger and we literally got Mopped. I mean, we had to hide out in a pizza shop and go out the back door. And, you know, how do you tell your little grandkids? Yeah. Happen? Unbelievable. Um, so I feel bad about that. But, I mean, we were filming, well, we were filming Viva uh, La Bam. We went to Europe um, and did two weeks in Europe for season four, I think. And, you know, MTV never told us that, like, the show was number one in Germany. Never said it. No. Never told us. Never. We didn't. We were kept in the dark. They did not tell us anything. And um, when we got off that bus at Oktoberfest, it was the scariest thing I think we've all ever, ever had to, like, endure. Because the, the mobs came from everywhere, and we remember putting Bam in the center, and then an outer circle, and then another circle of like security guards and oh I mean my God. It, they were trying to get us to a safe place and the same thing happened at the Mall of America yeah they had no idea all those people were going to show up I mean they had uh, originally I think 18 security guards for us and they ended up with like 40 Holy um, we I thought I'd I thought I'd be shopping the mall 
No. Yeah. Holy they cow. Out until, and I think we broke all the records in that mall. That's what they told us. Amazing. Yeah, I like, remember. You know, crazy stuff that you would never ever think of. I remember even pulling into the Mall of America the day before, and there were people waiting in line all the way around the mall. And I said to our driver, "What's going on at the mall?" And he's like, "Are you kidding?" And I'm like, "No, what's going on at the mall?" And he says, "You guys." I'm like, "That's not till tomorrow." And they said, "I know." I'm like, "What?" Yeah, they wait all night. That's that's crazy. No, yeah, I mean like. How stupid were we? We were just like, we didn't know. I'm telling you, we were just busy doing the show, and we had no idea how popular the show was or not popular. We had no idea. And we didn't know who saw it, who didn't see it. We didn't know people knew who we were. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you're walking down the street, people just yell, Ape and Phil, you know, like, even now. Like, our grandkids, like, how did they, how does everybody know you? <laughs> you know. Now, how about and, the... Yeah, we had to tell them. How about uh, some of my favorite guys, the Dudesons? How were those guys with you? So nice. Nice guys. So nice. We spent a lot of time with them in Finland and, um, yeah, in in a van. Oh, boy. Yarpy? Oh, my God. <laughs> Two of them. <laughs> they're, they're the nicest guys, though. So funny. So funny. What'd you and think? Genuinely sweet. What'd you think when you first you you thought that you know you were potentially dealing with the craziest of the crazy with you know Bam and Chris Rab and Ray Gian and all those guys, and then when you found out that there's the dude sends out in Finland and that just added on to the gang, what was your thoughts when you were just thinking you know you thought you had seen it all and then here comes the Dudesons, you know having world well, wars in their yeah, house. The well, the Dudesons were kind of like CKY only in Finland. And I think that they did say that they copied a lot from the CKY films that they originally had seen. But I always said to Phil, like, you know, I can't believe how many vans I have sat in with all these guys traveling for hours and hours. And there's things I shouldn't know. Like, I shouldn't know what a rusty hook is. I shouldn't know <laughs> all these things. You know what I mean? Like, that they're telling me they're doing to each other. Like, I, I've seen more and heard more and know more than I should know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I can definitely, yeah, especially with those much. guys. Yeah, especially with those guys. Um, I feel like the CIA. Like, I'll take it with me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to talk a little more in depth with the MTV and, like, the Dick House days. Um, what was the daylight in the life for you when you guys were filming, whether it was Jackass or Viva La Bam? because when they were filming us, I mean, they had a target and we were it. And uh, <laughs> and usually it was a setup type thing that they were doing to us and we were not knowing what was going on. Uh, with Viva La Bam, there was like days that, you know, you wait and wait for them to set up the lights and the sound and the, you know, you wait around all day long and, you know, then they have to re-mic you because you're ready to go, but then your mic batteries are done to fill in content after they've done something to us. So we had a lot of like, you know, just show content of how they wanted it or how Bam wanted it to go, really. I mean, he would say, so now, like, you know, we're going to do this and this and that, and you don't know what's going to happen tonight. And I'm like, what's happening tonight? And he says, <laughs> you'll find out. And I'm like, no, really, seriously, I need to know. But that's what they filmed was me saying, I need to know what you're planning because please 
don't do any more in this house. You know, but he had, you know, a big concert in the in the living room and I'm like, Oh my god. Or some big party with everybody coming. <laughs> you know, we just kept sending the neighbors gifts because <laughs> yeah. it was just too much to predict. <laughs> yeah, having Slayer play at the house, that was a. Uh, I'm sure that was really loud. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, Slayer playing at the house. Well, let me tell you about Slayer playing at the house. That was the first thing we filmed when Bam moved to his castle house. In the middle of farm country, in the middle of the winter, which was January. And Slayer was coming in. I wasn't all that familiar with who Slayer was, but I spent the day with him. And we went shopping. And (laughs) Harry King and I, like, bought over cheese doodles and... Uh, you know, and, and just these guys, we just met each other and we hung out and we had a good time. So I had heard about this wall of sound and I'm like, what's the wall of sound? And they said, well, we have, you know, the amps like a big wall. And I said, you're not going to plug all those in. They said, no, no, we're just going to plug in a couple for the show. Well, they didn't. And they plugged them all in. (laughs) And by the time we filmed it, it was 10 o'clock at night. All of the surrounding farms, their cows, horses ran into the woods. There's the Chester County Prison, which is like five miles away. They got the concert, too, at the prison. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We were pretty hated as soon as we moved there. Like, it was bad. I'm sure Bam didn't care. The next weekend, well, the next weekend that we were filming, it was the... It was the uh, Eddie's Treetop Casino and that wrestling thing. And that, again, we were filming that at 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> so loud. Everybody pissed off at us again. Oh, it was big. And that's what I worried about. I'm like, guys, we can't film this. It's too late. Like, there's neighbors. There's people. There's farms. Like, you know, they didn't care. You know, they're like, just go over there and be quiet. <laughs> yeah. There was that time I remember... Uh... They were on that ship or whatever, and then they fired off that cannon, and then there was that, uh, oh, there was like the FBI or something that came after them that time? It was like the National Guard. Like, I'm like, there's helicopters coming. And they, I said, did you guys hire helicopters? And they said, no. And I'm like, that's not good. (laughs) Yeah. That's not good. So jumping more into like current life now, I know a lot of the guys went their own different, like their different ways and um, more, more in specific, I want to talk with like Deco and Rake. Um, I noticed that they're more wanting to just kind of let go of those days and uh, just kind of live a you know normal life. Do you, um, do you still talk with those guys at all? I see Rake uh, and I talk to Rake a lot. Um, he is... Uh, a scientist and he actually does work with cancer research so he's oh, wow. a busy guy so he has two kids um, I have not seen Deco for a while he really just wanted to distance himself from yeah. the whole TV thing he's just not into it he has two kids now and he's married um, and he's very content you know with living a, a quiet life it just he just doesn't want it yeah he definitely had a good fair share of time too you know and he was um, very talented, very talented. Yeah. Uh, very funny. But, you know, it's not for everybody. And, you know, sometimes as 
you know, the life goes on and people are calling you for different things or people recognize you. It's not for everybody. And there's times when you just want to go and do something and you don't want to be bothered, you know. I'm, everybody's always very nice, um, but it's very hard when you're trying to deal with a situation or something and somebody wants an autograph or, yeah. you know, people don't have any problem coming right up to your table and saying, I, you know, I want a picture and an autograph and they don't care. Yeah. Um, you know, and for the most part, like, I think we've always accommodated everybody, you know, would I do that to somebody else? Maybe not, but, you know, I don't think I would. Matter of fact, I was in that situation and I waited for Pierce Brosnan to finish his lunch before I asked <laughs> I hear there's uh, much talk about a Jackass 4 coming out soon or in the works right now. Um, you of all people would probably have a good understanding of that. Is this true? And if so, how much do you know about that? I know that there is a Jackass 4. Um, to tell you the truth, I don't know really much about it. I can't speak about it. Um, we have not been contacted by them, so I don't know what their plan is. Uh, and so that's all I'll say. I know that uh, Steve-O, he did a little bit of a, a he had a couple of the guys with Bam and uh, Pontius and those guys, and he did a little, I can't remember what he called it, but I know he did a little bit of things, and people were thinking that that was Jackass 4, and then I keep hearing stuff with them uh, talking about, you know, no, Jackass 4 is coming, but um, we can't talk a whole lot about it yet, and this was a couple months ago, so I wasn't too sure if anything yeah, had changed. Yeah, they're really not saying anything. Nobody's contacted us, so... Um, I mean, I, and that's all I can really say at this point. I, I don't know anything else. Are you hoping they do contact you guys? Um, I, I never know. I just figure it'll be what it'll be, you know, however it goes. Um, you know, they might think we're just too old. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I was watching, uh, something not too long ago. I think it was, a uh, um, is actually the making of Haggard, um, something about i think it was deco saying he got hurt when he was trying to climb on the side of the house to get on the roof on the uh on the pile of wood or whatever can you do you remember what yeah, happened he did he did get hurt i mean those guys got hurt a lot <laughs> i mean they really did i mean they got hurt a, a lot filming that stuff usually running in the woods and you know you're stepping in a hole and yeah if it, they're it's tough if you could go back to those days and relive any moment from those days what would that be um, I mean, all of it was really fun. Um, I loved being around everybody. We loved our crew. We had the best crew in all of television. Like, our entire crew for, for Viva La Bam was the best. And even the Jackass guys, that crew was amazing. We still keep in touch with a lot of those guys. Um, but I think my favorite show that we did that I can remember was... Um, uh, let's see Civil War uh, it was it was a really nice weekend it was my birthday weekend and we had such a good time like even after we filmed because we were like throwing each other up in the air with blankets and those guys were just so fun and informative and and we just really had a good time as a family and and we I mean it was just fun it was just three days of fun you know, so I have to say that, you know, probably the Civil War was one of my favorites. And and traveling all through Europe, I love that. That was really fun. We had a great time. And we have so many funny stories from, you know, 
just crew stories and yeah stuff that happened stuff that happened in Europe, especially with Dunn because he's like freaking hilarious. Yeah. And stuff he gets himself into. What was it like so, for you when you were on that bus in Mexico with the Dudesons? It seemed like you were getting kind of fed up and you were you were ready to get away from them. Yeah, it was actually um, uh, really, really hot. Um, and the Dudesons were driving me insane. And uh, it, it, it was just, we had long pants on. It was hot as hell. It was dusty as hell because we were in Cabo. It was just like unbelievable. I mean, it was really fun, but there was, I just remember how freaking hot it was. And, you know, I think Bam hit me in the head with a fish and I was really mad at him. So. <laughs> I was in long pants. It was hot. I was ready to kill them all. And then you can't say all that stuff while you're being filmed because then you look like, you know, you look back, you know, at the end of the week and <laughs> all you see is, yeah. you know, so you have to say, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, before we cut out of here, I just want to say um, thank you for taking the time to talk with me today. Hope Phil's doing all right. Is he? Yeah, I think he's okay. I mean, I, I feel so bad and feels bad too but he really no his yeah chair broke and he really smacked his head i'm gonna go take care of him right now yeah so. i don't i don't blame you <laughs> thank you Devin. thank you so much yeah thank you so much and good luck in the snow thank you you too all right, all right bye. take care